This is a strength, but I think it can cross me as a weakness as well, is that I have a lot of friends that come to me for advice, but sometimes they just need somebody to listen to them. Sometimes they just want to vent and they don't need a step-by-step plan on how they're going to get themselves out of it. And I think for me, learning to distinguish that and actually listening a lot more is going to be a huge strength. Have you ever wondered whether there's actually a sustainable way to balance a healthy and meaningful life with your busy schedule? Well, you're in luck, Balancer, because I did too. And the Balancery podcast is now a dedicated space to be curious in finding a balance that just works. Because since we're being honest here, balance isn't a one-size-fits-all. I'm your host, Erica, and let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Balancers, and welcome to another episode of the Balance Theory podcast. I know there are a lot of new faces and listeners around here, so I just want to say a huge, huge warm welcome. I just want to thank everyone who's reached out to tell me how much they loved our conversation, our interview with Kayla last week. I'm so happy to hear that you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. It was a super raw, vulnerable conversation, really just like a down-to-earth chat. It was nice having another Aussie in Dubai to just sit and chat with, so I'm really glad to hear that you all loved it. And if you guys aren't already linked up with us on Instagram, on YouTube, on TikTok, we live in a lot of places online. We've even got a free group chat on Telegram. So all the links to that are in the show notes. Make sure you're connected with us so you can see all the other incredible guests we've got coming on. And of course, if you haven't checked out that episode with Kayla, go ahead. It's the one just before this one. It's really worth a listen, especially if you have any health goals for 2024. There's some incredible tips and gems from that episode. So check it out. This episode is a little bit of a creative topic for me. It's something I've really been thinking about, right? I've been thinking about feminine energy, what it means to me to be a woman, to be a strong woman, and how I kind of conceptualize and put that all together. And so I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts because I feel like, and especially the way I've been raised, I feel in the era, the time we live in, we as women have so many beautiful opportunities, right? We can be independent, we can work. And depending on what part of the world you live in, you can have a lot of similar rights to men, right? We're blessed to live in this time where we have so much opportunity. But I feel there has been a shift to to us having to be so strong and so independent that we almost lose this really soft feminine side sometimes because that hustle work go 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 always decision making that's masculine energy right and I think having to be in that 24 7 a lot of our jobs I work in corporate you know I know a lot of you do as well whether you're a business owner or you, you have a nine to five we are situated in that masculine energy quite a lot and so 2024 for me is really just starting to think about how I can embrace my feminine energy five practical ways I'm actually going to try and do that and how I actually see this being a strength. I think in the past, had you asked me five years ago, I think really being in this dominant energy, go, go, go was something that I was pretty good at, but I think also just really aspired to be and do, and I'm not knocking it at all. I just I'm coming on it from a completely personal angle and I feel that I would love to just shift back into feminine energy. One thing I want to share with you guys is after my wedding, you know, in the next few years to come, I would love to become a mother. And I feel a really beautiful part of that will be coming back into my feminine energy. And I feel that's going to be of great service to me and my family. It'll create a nice balance, right? To what my fiance, who will then be my husband, will be bringing to the relationship. And I feel even now in the dynamic of our relationship, I can see that me 
really embracing like my softer feminine energy will only bring more balance, more unity. Like it'll just be a nice addition to the family. Plus I feel great when I'm a little bit more creative and free flowing, you know, I never really gave myself the space and time to be that way because as I said, I was always drawn to this dominant masculine had to be independent type energy. So today I want to share five ways that I'm practically going to try and tap into that feminine energy a little bit more this year. Um, And I would love to know if this episode resonates with you, if these thoughts I'm having, if this kind of approach that I'm taking resonates with you at all. And if you've also felt that kind of push and pull, right, between wanting to be independent, career driven and dominant, but then also really liking this creative softer side, just finding the balance between both. So let's go through it. The first way I am going to try and I guess be a little bit softer and seeing this as a strength is to not force things. I'm going to just say it. I'm definitely a control freak. I like being in control. I'm that person that if we go on a holiday, I've booked everything. Everyone else is traveling with me, doesn't even know where the plane we're getting on is going to. And I've like checked everyone in with their passports. I've done the hotels. I've done the transits, you know, like I am that person. I always say I'd I'd love love to go on a holiday and not know where I'm going, but that is an absolute lie. I think that would give me more anxiety than not. So I'm definitely a control freak, right? But I feel like it gets to a point where there's really only so much you can control. And that really is limited to yourself and your own decisions. And that's about it. But I feel like we have this fallacy of like, we can control things, right? And so we try and force certain things at certain times. That makes me very frustrated and impatient. So one thing I'm trying to do more of this year is to not force things. I guess that's like go with the flow a little bit more, right? It's just going to be a struggle for me, but I feel it's going to be very necessary for my growth, for me to surrender and to just enjoy the process a little more. So um, one way I'm going to try and manifest this is I'm going to try and let Ange plan our honeymoon check in with me in June to ask me if that actually happened or not, but I really am going to try and let him plan it and just enjoy it. Right. And just go with the flow. But I feel like this will also just take a lot of pressure off myself and actually be a strength for me personally to just enjoy things. Right. And then just then translate that into how I work and how I am as a friend and etc. So something I'm trying for this year. Number two, My second, I guess, tactic or approach is listening to my slowdown cues. So this is not just hearing them. So I'm talking about from my body, right? It's not just hearing them. It's listening to them. It's respecting them. It's honoring them. And this is something that's not new. You know, I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but it's to the extent of if I literally feel like I just need to rest this weekend and I planned a whole bunch of work, I just need to listen to my body. And this again I guess kind of loops back into the control aspect. I, you know, always want to be in control of my energy and when I'm doing things and how I'm doing things, but listening to my body's cues, I really feel deep down is going to be essential for my long-term health and my present enjoyment too, right? I think just honoring my body, it's always doing stuff. It's amazing. One day, hopefully it will raise children. I want to listen to it and respect it, right? It doesn't speak in words. It only speaks through pain or aches or injury sometimes if it gets really bad. So I want to listen to my body more this year and listen to my slow down cues and slow down, right? And do the things 
One way I've, I guess, tried to do this in a proactive way, I suppose. Don't laugh at me. I know I'm a little bit of a control freak, you know, like trying to be proactive with slowing down, but is just having more slow moments on a regular basis. So I try and do yin yoga twice a week, just in my home before I go to bed. It's a really beautiful, slow one hour of just stretching, being in my body. And that's been beautiful. I really love doing that. So that's the second thing I'm kind of trying to embrace, to embrace my softness, my more feminine energy this year. So that's the second thing. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Third is learning from my intuition. So I feel, to be honest, I've, I'm pretty aligned with my intuition. So this one is less of like, I need to start doing this and more of I want to keep doing this. And I want to learn from it too. I want to continue to listen to it and allow that to help me make decisions, but also learn from it and get curious with it. I think this is like the distinguishing piece. It's not just saying, okay, I'm not going to do this thing or I'm not going to see this person because intuitively I don't feel like it's right it's actually being curious and trying to learn from my intuition trying to understand what it's trying to teach me and really investigate right like not just stop at this feels wrong or right but really ask myself why and try and learn from it on a deeper level I think will be a really interesting practice the fourth way and I'm really excited to put this into practice the fourth way I'm going to try and be a little bit softer as a woman and really just embrace my feminine energy is to set intentions with everything. I mean, everything, like if I'm going to a friend's house, if I'm starting a meeting, if I am uh, going to the gym, it's just setting an intention for that thing. So it's kind of like everything has a purpose, which I think is a really nice thing to do anyway. But I just feel this grounds me a lot more. It makes me feel just a lot more connected to my intuition, which I associate with my feminine energy. And so I think this is a really nice way to start and stop a day before you do any practices. It helps you just bring a lot more purpose into what you're doing. Um, so that's something I'm really looking forward to embracing. I've started already this year. Uh, the one I've found easiest to do is, I guess, just before I do things, when I remember, I have to admit I haven't been as um, proactive as what I would like. But I think as well, when I wake up and having an intention for the day is another beautiful way to do it too. Number five. The last way I'm trying to embrace being a softer woman as a strength in 2024 is to listen more than I speak, which if you guys haven't guessed, I do, I do like talking. Um, one thing I look, this is a strength, but I think it can cross me as a weakness as well is that I have a lot of friends that come to me for advice, but sometimes they just need somebody to listen to them, right? Whether it's my sister or even my fiance or his mom or whatever, like sometimes they just want to vent and they don't need a step-by-step plan on how they're going to get themselves out of it. And I think for me, learning to distinguish that and actually listening a lot more is going to be a huge strength if I can learn to do this and learn to distinguish when people are asking and whether they're just talking. So that's on my radar for 2024 too. And I think there is a really subtle power in knowing the difference because People aren't receptive when they're not asking anyway, right? So it's a waste of both your kind of energy. And I think if you can be there for someone in a in an intuitive way that 
is what they need is a powerful way to connect. And I think if I'm not sure in a circumstance, I'll, I'll just ask, do you yeah. want advice or do you want, do you want me to just listen to you? I think is the, the approach I'm going to take because if I am struggling distinguishing, I don't want to make the mistake and it's a learning opportunity for me too. You know, you don't ask, you don't get. So these are kind of my scattered thoughts in an episode on how I'm trying to be a little bit softer as a woman this year, rather than feeling a need to be in this charging go, go, go dominant energy. I really want to embrace my creativity, my femininity. And I feel like these five ways uh, are going to be ways I'm going to be able to lean into it a little bit more in a creative and intuitive way. So this is the first time I've spoken about anything like this on the show. And I think it's really essential for me anyway, for me as for my balance as a woman, for how I feel connected to myself. And I would really love to know if this conversation or this dialogue really resonates with you at all. If you felt that this is something you've also kind of been craving, right? Or if you're at a stage in your life where you actually don't want that really dominant go, go, go energy and balancing it out with things like this or even just starting to think about what would make sense for you is something that you're you have an appetite for at the moment something you've been thinking about or maybe this podcast episode has sparked something within you to start thinking about what this might look like in your own life and whatever the answer is I would love to know what you guys thought of today's episode so you can either if you guys are listening on Spotify you can use the Q&A function at the end of the episode so you just go on the episode page and you can put in your little votes or comments you can reach out to us on Instagram. Of course, we've got the free telegram chat. So that's just like a WhatsApp group with heaps of other podcast listeners from all around the world. The link is in the show notes Uh, and just, yeah, reach out, connect with me. I mean, we're all in this together and I would love to know what hit home for you or not. So that's it from me, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day or night and I'll see you all next week for another incredible guest. I have my favorite person in the world. Well, maybe after my fiance, of course, my favorite guest in the world. I had the pleasure of having her on for the second time and I'm so excited to share the episode with you. It was like, honestly, super emotional, very, very raw. Um, and that is none other than the beautiful Kelsey Wells. So I'm really keen to share the one with you. Make sure you guys are subscribed, alarms on, uh, you know, linked up on whatever platform you're listening to. So, you know, as soon as it goes live and you don't miss any future content. So that's it from me, guys. Until next time, stay balanced.